Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 683, and today we're going to expose some growth opportunities. How does that sound? Well, it doesn't matter where you're at in your business. I still see a lot of people that are not simplifying this process. They're overcomplicating this process. So what I've decided to do is give you the simplified e-com formula breakdown in just seven steps. All right. We're going to highlight these areas. We're going to talk through them. We're going to walk through them. And I'd also like to let you know about an upcoming workshop that we're doing because I know a lot of people, they hear the audio and they're like, that's great. I want to see examples. I want to actually see you walk through this process. So uh, we don't do these that often anymore, but we are doing a workshop coming up. I say we, myself and Chris Schaefer, where we're going to break down the exact process, very similar to what we're talking about here, but we're going to go a little bit deeper and we're also going to be showing you examples. All right. So if you're interested in attending that workshop, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. You can register for it. And again, depending on when you're listening to this, this one here is going to be June 13th. So again, depending on when you're listening to this, but if you are listening to this after the fact, still go to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, and you can register for an upcoming workshop or a class that we're having that you can attend. All right. So definitely go check that out. All right. So like I said, there's a lot of businesses, whether they are just starting or if they're already up and running and they're doing seven figures already. And that seven figures, a lot of times are people that are just generating their sales through Amazon. And it's funny, I just received a voicemail through the Ask Scott speak pipe that I use, and uh, I'm actually going to address this in an upcoming uh, podcast, but there is seasoned sellers right now on Amazon that are always like thinking to themselves like, man, when I wake up in the morning, I hope I don't see that little flag, that little red flag up in the corner because it could be my listing could be suspended. My account could be suspended or whatever, or there's a hijacker that I'm going to figure or I'm going to find out and figure out how to get them off today. Like there's all these thoughts that go through a seller's mind but it's also a scarcity mindset because you know that that is your only channel, right? And so again, when you are just starting or if you're trying to you know, double your business, you need to be thinking about the long-term, the long-term vision. And you guys have heard me talk a lot about this and I'm gonna be actually doing a recap on my seller summit uh, when I did the uh, presentation there, which I got a great, great response to that. So I'm gonna be sharing that with you. But if you've noticed, a lot of what I talk about, it goes hand in hand with a lot of different parts of the business. And on the last Ask Scott session, I was talking about building out that skill set. Well, this is also part of that. Once you understand the process, then you can just kind of reverse engineer, all right? So what I want you to do today is as I'm going through these seven steps, I want you to self-identify. I want you to start thinking to yourself, where can I focus for my business? Where can I add these different, you know, these different validation pieces really. And then from there, take action on one of those pieces. All right. Because again, if you're just starting, this is going to be everything in a checklist here. If you are already up and running, you're going to be like, oh, I need step three. I need to do that. Okay. So with that being said, let's jump in. All right. Number one, you've heard me say this a lot. I'm going to say it again. 
You need to know your market. You need to identify your market. There's people right now that are selling just one product, doing seven figures a year, don't know the market that they're actually serving. It's just like a broad market. We need to niche that down. We need to figure out who we are serving. Okay, so first and foremost, and again, like I said, seven-figure sellers still don't know this. They're not clear on who the market is. You need to be clear because if you are, everything else that I'm going to cover here becomes so much easier, all right? If you're trying to go after three different markets, going to be you know, three times as hard because your focus is going to be all over the place, all right? So that is a big one that I see a lot of people just kind of, you know, they, they skip or they go, oh, well, I'm just going to go find the product. We need to make sure that we know the market and that we're niching down. Again, so spend some time, even if you are a seasoned seller, start to identify sub-markets, all right? If you are, if you're serving the, the fishing market, what market are you really focusing on right now? You could go into the bass fishing. You can go into the deep sea fishing. You can go into ice fishing. You can go into fly fishing, right? There's all these different verticals that you can go into. I want you to self-identify right now, and I want you to figure out what sub-market are you actually serving out of the big market, okay? We can always drill down into a market. You need to start drilling down if you haven't already, all right? Because then it becomes so much easier, all right? So that's number one, okay? Number two, you need to validate potential traffic and you need to identify that, okay? And the way that you do that is you go to Google and you start to search for content related to your product. Now, Another mistake that I see a lot of people making is just all product, all product, right? Oh, I sell a bass fishing lure. I want to see how many people are searching for uh, to buy a bass fishing lure. Like that's who I want to go find, right? You need to think outside of that. And again, this helps us see the potential in the traffic and what's bringing the traffic. Give you an example in the fishing market is, uh, you know, there's a, uh, there's a company out there. They've changed their name a couple of different times, but it's Mystery Tackle Box. And it's a subscription service, which is, it's a beautiful model. But every month in the, in the mail, these fishermen get a fresh box with all of these, these new mystery, you know, tackle, right? This, this new, you know, set of fishing lures or whatever. And you can't wait to get it because you're excited and you're a fisherman. You want to try it out that month, right? So they sell that subscription. They want to sell you, okay, into their program or into their, into their membership, So this way here, you're going to continue to get their product every single month. Love it. But you know, 90% of their content is built around how to catch more bass or how to catch, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, or how to go deep sea fishing. I don't even think that is their model. I think theirs is more bass. I think it's more pond, uh, lake, like that type. I don't think it's uh, actual like, you know, fishing in the ocean, but maybe I'm wrong. But that is their that is their strategy. It's content. It's content, right? So they're getting you know search traffic from Google. They're getting search traffic from YouTube. They're getting search traffic from Facebook, even though that's not really an evergreen strategy. And again, if you guys have been listening to me or if you've been to any of my trainings or anything, you hear me talk about evergreen. Evergreen just means that we've created something that we can continue to use on a regular basis. Google is a searchable platform. YouTube is a searchable platform. Facebook. Eh, kind of is, but let me ask you, how many times have you went to Facebook and searched for some information? 
Probably not. But for you as a marketer, you can go out there and go to Facebook and go in their little search tab and type in bass fishing or tips for bass fishing. And you're going to see it's going to pop up pages. It's going to pop up groups. It's going to pop, it's going to pop up, uh, you know, different content that's been created, right? So then you can start to drill into that. That's what I would use that for as far as Facebook goes, but you want to see the potential here. You want to also see the potential for the size of the market. And Facebook is a great tool for doing that. YouTube, identify a channel that's, that's already out there doing something similar for you to validate that there's actual or there's an actual potential. All right. So that's what you need to do. And that's, that's step two, validating the potential traffic that you can have, not now necessarily, but in the future. All right. And this is something that we go deep into as far as, uh, you know, figuring out the traffic strategy and then from there, the content, the creation, and then how to turn that into revenue in our traffic and profits training. If you're interested in that, you can go to TASclass.com and uh, you'll find that there. And I think depending on when you're listening to this, the class may be closed at this point, but you can go there and check it out because uh, you'll probably have a, uh, a wait list there for when we do reopen that training. Really good training. But moving on, okay? Number three, validate list building. And what I mean by this is we need to validate that there's actual people out there willing to raise their hand to get on an email list to be communicated on a regular basis. Whether it's an email list, whether it's a messenger list, it doesn't matter. I get that question a lot. Scott, you talk a lot about email marketing. What if I want to do a messenger list? Sure, do it. I personally wouldn't start there because, again, a messenger list is, is really dependent on Facebook. So if something happens there, I'm cut off. And if you know any marketers out there, they're always trying to use messenger to get people also on their list. And there's some other things that we can do too. Like if we're driving people to an offer, uh, and I mean an offer like a magnet, a lead magnet as we call it, is you're going to probably pixel those people with a Facebook pixel as well. So that way there we can build that custom audience in the background. Again, a little bit more advanced strategy. But if we identify the market, okay, we identify the traffic. Now we can say in step three here, Let's go ahead and let's get our list started. Let's start building a list because again, if we can communicate with these people on a regular basis, well, guess what? They get to know, like, and trust you. All right. I talked about this in the last Ask Scott session about a skill set that you should learn. It's marketing. It's this. If you learn this, you're going to have that skill set forever. Okay. So just keep that in the back of your mind. I always like to kind of bring that back to the surface because these are really important and yes, they're, they're going to work for you now, but they're also going to work for you in the future. It's a skill set you're building that you'll always have. All right. And we're always going to want traffic. We're always going to want to list build and we're always going to want to, you know, build that relationship with an audience. So this way here, eventually they may buy something, right? And the more, the more value we give them, the better chance that we have of them getting to know, like, and trust us. And then from there, possibly buying something. It's pretty simple. A lot of people overcomplicate it, but it's, it's really that simple. So let's talk about list building really quickly. All right. With list building. Okay. We need to create what I call magnetic offers. And what I mean by that is not necessarily, which it can be, but it doesn't have to be. And, and most of the time it's not, it's a free top of the funnel type of offer. And what I mean by that is when you put something out there, like think again about bass fishing, right? If we throw something in the water that doesn't attract a, a, a bass fish, right? Uh, we're not going to be able to catch it. 
Probably. I mean, we could get lucky, but probably not. Right. But if we put these bass lures out there that, you know, other people have built because they have experience in it and they have a certain color or a certain reflection or whatever, we've got a better chance or a certain worm or whatever. Right. We have a better chance. So the same thing goes with your market. That's why in the, in the very beginning, I talked about knowing your market and niching down. What do they want? What will get them to raise their hand? And there's all different kinds of offers we can have. We can have a packing list if you're into travel, which Alex from my, uh, you know, from my uh, mastermind group, you know, she talks a lot about, you know, like how to help you, you know, get a packing list together. So what does she have as her lead magnet to get her or to get you on her email list? Download my packing list. Like that's it. Now she gets someone in there. She knows that they're interested in in packing and travel. Well, she's going to follow up with more useful advice and tips and, you know, and then products, right? So it, it works like that. So we need to understand what that offer is. Again, checklists work really good. Uh, a digital guide works good. Or you can do get 30% off of you know, my bass fishing lures for the next three days. And you run a Facebook ad because we we know who they are on Facebook. By the way, that's why it's so important to go back to the market. We got to know who they are. And then running that little validation uh, process in traffic on Facebook. Now we can identify the groups and what they're paying attention to. And then we can run ads, not necessarily to that group, but to those people. All right. But again, the offer comes after the fact that we get them to raise their hand. Contests work really good too. The ultimate bass fishing kit. Get them to raise their hand. As long as we targeted properly, then we get the right people on our list. As we get them on our list, we're going to follow up with resources and tips and products, okay? And we're going to stay in front of those people on a regular basis, not just when they're buying on Amazon, okay? So that's number three. Oh, and I should probably point out, if you want uh, information on list building, Chris and I did a full list building training. You don't even have to um, sign up for it. It's it's based, well, as of right now, you, you might want to go check that out. But that's, uh, you can go find that at theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. And we kind of walk through the, uh, you know, the process of building the list and then communicating with the list, and then also uh, the tools that we use for that. So uh, again, you can go check it out. I'll link everything up in the show notes as well. All right, number four is you want to validate three to five products to sell to the same customer. All right, now these could be private label, they could be wholesale, they could be drop shipping, I don't care, okay? You just need three offers that you can make, three to five, to that same customer. And you've probably heard this before, and if you haven't, well, you're going to hear it here today. Uh, It's so much easier to sell that one person that just bought something else than it is to go find a new customer, right? So why not think along those lines? If you're buying, uh, you know, if you're buying traffic and you're and you're trying to convert that into a sale, it's really important that you have more than one offer. Okay, so just you want to be going through your market and looking at product potential, validating that, not thinking to yourself, oh, I have to launch all these products. All right, and it's actually in step five, it's going to go really well with this. Is you know, as I move through this, but. Let's say, for example, you go and you start validating products. You may be validating these products for you to launch, for you to sell as your own products, okay? And that's private labeling. That would be yours. Great. Awesome. Okay? We want to do that. But let's say, for example, you're like, man, it's a lot of work to source those products, and it's also a lot of capital. Right now, I can only do two, or I can only do three. Well, that's okay. 
Because if we move into step five, now we're also validating affiliate products, okay? And when I went through this on our live class that I did on traffic and profits, people were blown away at the opportunities. They've heard about affiliate marketing before, but they didn't hear about it in this way. Here it is in a nutshell, okay? If you are going through validating products, let's say that I'm selling stuff in the bass fishing world and I want to also go into a sub-market in the bass fishing world into uh, kayak bass fishing. And I do that and I go, oh, wow, a kayak, they're going to need a kayak, but I don't want to sell a kayak. I don't want the oversized and, you know, I don't want those fees and I don't want the, you know, I don't want the returns. I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. Well, you can go to Amazon, become an Amazon associate and you can sell that kayak and you can get a commission. All right. So you could do that. So you could line out how many products that you want to sell and just start promoting those tomorrow. But how would you promote them? Well, if you have an email list, you can do it there. All right. Not necessarily through there, but you're going to drive them to a piece of content that you create on your on your blog or your home base, as we call it. All right. So you see that right there? Like we're validating this stuff, but we're also being able to see that we can probably widen the net a little bit. Again, going back to number one, though, we got to know the market. Right. And and the sub markets. Uh, So you might even want to do this, though. Let me let me take a time out here for a minute. You might even want to do this. If you took a piece of paper, okay, and you wrote at the at the top your your overall market, okay, what is the big market, okay? And you might say it is because uh, maybe eventually you are going to sell, or maybe you don't even know if you're going to sell uh, anything additionally. But let's just let's just you know play, play along here. Take that piece of paper and at the very top put the main market. So in this case, it would be fishing right? Then I want you to draw a line all the way across the paper. And then I, then what I want you to do is on the left-hand side of the paper, I want you to draw one line down and I want you to put that sub-market there. So maybe it's bass fishing. Then I want you to go over a little bit to the right, put another line down and I want you to write fly fishing or whatever your thing is, right? And then over again, a little bit further, draw another line down and put in deep sea fishing. And then I want you to draw another line over and I want you to, you know, pull it down. And maybe now it's kayak bass fishing, or maybe it is, uh, maybe it is, did I say fly fishing? I think I did. Maybe it's ice fishing, right? So now you're going to be able to see top level and then you're going to see sub markets. All right. Try that exercise. Uh, it's, it's helpful. So, so this way you can see the different verticals. We actually did this with someone in our inner circle. It totally gave them so much more clarity of these sub markets and the main market. And it just makes it a lot easier when you're, when you're looking at your business. So definitely do that little exercise for you. All right. So affiliate mark uh, or affiliate products, affiliate marketing, whatever you want to call it, uh, you want to validate that there's a lot of different products that you could potentially sell. And then I get people that say, well, Scott, what if I don't know if they have an affiliate program? Amazon has an uh, affiliate program. Any product that's in their catalog can be promoted. All right. So definitely look into that. All right. So any products that you think that you wouldn't ever sell because it's too big, too heavy, whatever. Well, you can do that. If you're into fitness, let's say you didn't want to sell kettlebells. Well, you could be an affiliate for kettlebells, right? So just another, another thing to consider. Okay. You can diversify your revenue streams by doing that if you get the traffic. All right. So number six, validate digital products. All right. Now there's a couple different things you can do here. One, you can go over to uh, Amazon and look at their Kindle books and you can say, oh, there's someone selling the ultimate bass fishing guide. 
and they're selling it for $9.99 or they're selling it for $3.99. Here's the deal. That's a digital asset that you can create once and then you can sell it over and over again. And you can also sell it on your own website. You can sell it in email uh, because a lot of times you get people on a list and then from there you offer the complete guide or maybe you go through and you break down that book that you create in 10 different steps or 10 different chunks each chapter. That's an email on your follow-up sequence. Uh, again, it's a digital item. One way that you could do it is you could come up with 10 different blog post content ideas and then create blog posts. Every one of those can be compiled and put into a digital book, right? So, so many people don't think that they have a digital product in them. That's a way to do it. Another way is ClickBank. ClickBank is a, uh, is a digital marketplace where they have products that people make that you can become an affiliate for. Definitely check it out. ClickBank, it's a great place to even get ideas for your market. Um, so definitely check out ClickBank. All right, moving on. Okay, and this is the last step here, the last piece, and that is identify, this is number seven, identify content potential. So yes, we, we figured out that we, we, we figured out that there's, there's potential there in traffic, right? So okay, great. So where did we find that? Google, YouTube. Now start thinking about five to 10 pieces of content that would lead people back to your blog, your website, your home base, as we call it. And then from there, that could attract the right people. Okay, so what content does that look like? That's what you wanna do here in this step. You wanna identify that by going through that process. And the way that you do that, like I said, go to YouTube, type in how to catch more bass, let it autofill, and then start seeing what comes at you as far as or, or what is found, and then start getting those ideas. Also, go into someone who's already creating content, has a YouTube channel, and start looking at some of their top content. That's content ideas for you. Same thing with a blog. If you search, uh, if you search, search on Google, you can go there and do the same exact thing. Let it autofill. All right. So these are some ways that you can get ideas of what you can start to create. Okay. So again, I want to remind you, I know I went over seven different steps here and you might want to see examples of this. And actually that's what we're going to be doing here on this upcoming workshop. Totally free to attend. If you want to attend, all you have to do is head over to the amazing forward slash workshop, register there, and uh, we will get busy because we're going to actually break this down with examples and uh, we'll show you exactly how you would validate these different pieces and then really how to put it all together into a uh, an, an easy to follow plan. And then from there, all you got to do is go out there and make it happen. All right. And uh, I'll give you some uh, tips on how to do that as well. So definitely join me on that, uh, that workshop at the amazing forward slash workshop. That's going to be on June 13th. Again, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can still go there, either register for an upcoming workshop or one of our upcoming classes. So definitely go check that out. All right. So guys, little recap here. Okay. The seven steps, and I'm going to Go through these kind of quick because I just went through the entire thing with you, right? But number one, market. Know your market and niche down. Do that exercise. Broad market on paper on top, then create like four different lines coming down, and then from there, fill in those blanks, okay? There's going to be three or four, I can almost guarantee you. In any broad market or bigger market, uh, you can always find those sub markets. And then that, this way here, you have a, a, a map of what that looks like. And if you don't have that, then you need to do that. All right. So that's number one. Number two, validate the potential traffic in your market or in your sub markets. All right. And you can do that on Google, on YouTube, and you can also do it on Facebook to really get a sense of 
the size of the group and the size of the market. All right. Number three, validate that there's a possibility that you can list build. We want to do list building. We want to look at magnetic offers. What is going to what is going to get people to raise their hand? What is going to attract the right people? Again, that's why we want to make sure that we can do list building because it's going to it's going to come in handy when we're publishing content, when we're uh, you know sending promotions, any of that stuff. List building to me is one of the key components there. Number four, validate that there's three to five products that you could private label. Okay. The other thing is, and this is step five, validate that there's affiliate products and those affiliate products are probably going to be ones that you're just not going to launch right now, or maybe you're never going to because they're too big, they're oversized, whatever, or they're, maybe they're electrical and you don't want to sell anything that's electrical. You can be an affiliate for that product. I can almost guarantee that Amazon is going to have that product and then you can create some content around it or let people know about it. All right. So Definitely validate affiliate products. Number six, validate digital products. Go to Amazon and look at their Kindle books. Another great way to get content ideas is to look at digital guides and digital books. The one thing I didn't mention here, which I need to mention, is also if you are selling these books, even at $1.99, let's say you make an extra $500 a month on on a digital book sale, here's the other cool thing. Inside of there, you're gonna probably have links that are gonna point you over to your blog or your website or even over to your store. All right, so there's a lot of benefits to uh, to having that digital guide, that digital book on Amazon on Kindle. All right, now the last thing is identify. This is number seven: content potentials. And the way that you do this, you go to Google, you go to YouTube, and you look and see what content is being created, and then from there, do a little reverse engineering, and then come up with your own content that you can publish. Five to ten pieces is what I like to start with, and you don't just you know, create them all, but you want to definitely start to go through that process and really outline uh, what those what those pieces of content would look like. All right. So again, this is not hard. Okay. It does take a little bit of work right there. What I went through doesn't take anything other than time. All right. So if I was you, I would go back and listen to this, go to the show notes, the amazing seller.com forward slash 683, and just go through this process. Take Take an hour, take two hours, go through it, map it out, all right? And one last little tip, look at other successful brands and see what they're doing. Again, I used Mystery Tackle Box as an example. If you look at them, they're they're really promoting content. And then from there, it leads them back to their subscription, all right? So again, you want to model other people, not copy, you're modeling. And what that basically means is you're just getting inspiration. And I also would say, They don't even have to be in your space, all right? So example, if you're looking at Mystery Tackle Box as inspiration, you're modeling them and you sell, I don't know, let's say that you're selling selling garlic presses and lemon presses and all kinds of like kitchen utensils and stuff, and you're going to be helping that market, well, you're not going to you're not going to be talking about bass fishing, right? You're going to be talking about your market. So just adapt it to your market, all right? And you can you can get good ideas. The other thing is maybe subscribe to their newsletter or subscribe to their to their guide or to their, you know, maybe their uh, uh, they've got five ways to catch more bass. Sign up for it even though you're not, you know, into the bass fishing market. This way here you can kind of see what other businesses are doing and then model that. All right? So, again, one last little reminder the workshop. If you want to see exactly how we do this and really looking over our shoulder, we're going to break it down in about 45 minutes to an hour. 
show you exactly what I'm talking about here, and it'll give you more of a visual. If you're interested, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, register for that, and I will see you there. All right, guys, so that is it. That's going to wrap up this episode. As always, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.